Well, well, well. Welcome to the Friday edition of the show. So glad you could be here to join me on this magical journey towards, as I didn't put it yesterday, nuclear Armageddon. Mm, mm, mm. So excited to talk about a little bit about that today. We have a good fair bit of news, but of course, it all just depends about how much I, uh, you know, how much we really want to dive in deep and talk about some different stuff. Of course, since today is Friday, we will, of course, uh, watch a few TikToks. Only two of them today. Really couldn't find many, sadly. I, and I'm not going to scour the internet for them because I only look at them whenever I see them pop up because, oh my god, I already have enough cancer and we're already going to get enough. We're going to need enough chemo. So, um, of course, we have some talks about the economy and where we could be heading as well as talks about uh, Russia over and in Ukraine, as well as some threats happening over there. Uh, Ebola is back over here in the United States once again. We'll give you a nice monkeypox update. Uh, Kanye West versus uh, Adidas currently is going on, as well as a mom at a school board show goes and wears a certain outfit to prove a point on drag queens. And we'll also talk about how bad, we'll also learn today just how bad is the energy crisis over in Europe. If you haven't already subscribed to the show and you are, of course, new, please do so. It really helps out a ton. The show comes out five days a week, and it is fantastic for you to listen to, torch yourself with, and chill, sit back, relax, or keep doing that work and work hard. Um, of course, if you would like to go ahead and support the people down in Florida, there is, of course, uh, the only charity that I trust to actually do good work down in Florida, mercury1.org, top of the description, as well as my news list over on Twitter, if you would like to check that out. It is a fantastic news list where you can go and find special articles like the one we did yesterday on the op-ed from the LA Times from the uh, TikTok creator on how to how to confront bigots online and win. So truly, go check that out. It is a fantastic, fantastic uh, way to uh, find news, and it is constantly being updated with new news, all the way from tech to po from politics, tech, and games, some in there as well. So there is plenty in there to find for whatever it is you are looking for. So truly, go over and check that out. Well, today, for the opening clip today here on the program, of course, Kamala Harris, I, I meant to, I, I, I knew I was forgetting something. I knew I was forgetting about something until I heard it, I heard it yesterday, I heard this clip again yesterday, and I was like, god damn it, I remembered, I, I don't know why, I remember seeing this clip, and it had completely left my memory. And you might be saying, well, what, what do you mean it left your memory? How does the thing leave your memory so quickly? I don't know how this left my memory so quickly, but genuinely, I forgot about this clip until I heard it yesterday. And I was like, oh my god, I'm pretty sure I had this saved somewhere. Where did it go? And I couldn't find it, but I did, you know, well, I couldn't find it and save stuff, but I did, I did go out and find it. So here is the Vice President of the United States talking about how much she loves Venn diagrams. Here's the last point that I'll share with you. I asked my team, um, I, I love Venn diagrams, so 
I just do. Whenever you're dealing with conflict, pull out a Venn diagram, right? And so, you know, the three circles. And so I, so I, I asked my team, right? They're I'm fantastic. Out right now. Bro, men out there, <laughs> women right there, out there, find, find a fucking, find a woman who loves you as much as Kamala Harris loves Venn diagrams. Bro, she doesn't just love Venn diagrams, bro. Th this woman is, I, I'm, I'm surprised there isn't Venn sexuality, Venosexual, you know, you got people that are attracted to the pans, well, you got Venn sexuality, freaking Venn diagram sexuals, they are attracted to those Venn diagrams, oh my god, you see that circle there, and then another circle there, oh, don't tease me like that, Jesus, man, <laughs> What is wrong with this? That, that, that's the Vice President of the United States. I love Venn diagrams. What the fuck are you even... Hello? Is, is the lights on up here? Hello? Is there anybody? Any knowledge? Anything? Oh? Hello? Any... Uh, maybe the door's open. Maybe, maybe I can just go inside. Like this? This is the vice president, everyone. A a woman whose claim to fame is literally just keeping her way to the top. Jesus, man. It's so hard to even say that because it's, it's one of those things that it's just like, but is it really true, though? And you just have to look at it and you just have to go, oh, 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 it, oh, it, oh, oh. Damn. Damn. Well, yes. Anyway... So, um, apparently, uh, FBI agents, uh, believe there's enough evidence to charge Hunter Biden with Texan gun crimes. Really? You're telling me that there wasn't enough evidence, you know, before? R really? You're telling me that, that before this, you're telling me there just wasn't enough? That's, that's crazy. I, I couldn't believe. Uh, that'd be surprising. You're you're telling me there isn't like a a whole laptop or a, a whole iCloud leak that that would maybe and maybe also like a bit of a diary also that that could maybe help you out. No. Oh, okay. Yeah. So they believe they have believe they have enough gathered enough evidence to charge uh, Hunter Biden with tax and gun crimes. The report was first published in the Washington Post on Thursday. Uh, the investigation is being. Uh, is by the Delaware U.S. Attorney David Weiss, and it centers around false statements surrounding a gun purchase allegedly made by his son. Critics of the Bidens mostly focus on Hunter Biden's overseas dealings to accuse the family of corruption and influence peddling, because that would never, never happen. No, no one would ever do such a thing. Discovery blew, uh, blew up. A uh, story blew up with the discovery of the laptop belonging to him that he abandoned at the repair shop, which we all know about would have changed. Um, a certain thing that happened two years ago that I won't say the name of, but if you think about two years ago and in the same month as what we're in right now and what comes after this month, uh, two years ago and what happens uh, in this month after, you know, that people, a lot of people are going to go out and do this and it's going to affect things in the government, you'll, you'll, you know, you know, you know, you're smart, you listen to this show, you're smart, um, um, 
Text messages obviously have been attained, a whole bunch of stuff, and of course, uh, Hunter Biden admitted that, he was, that his taxes were under investigation, but he claimed that he was confident he would be exonerated. Uh, of course, an attorney for Biden, or Hunter Biden, also responded to the leak of the report from the statement in a statement in the New York Post. It is a federal felony for a federal agent to leak information about a grand jury investigation such as this one. Any agent you cite as a source in your article apparently has committed such felony. So, yeah, they're really, really going to hope. But, I, I mean, I'm just going to say it right now, he's going to get away with so much. It's not going to matter. Even if they do charge him, it'll just be like every other criminal ever. And a little slap on the wrist here, a little slap on the wrist there, and we'll get everything all sorted out. See, we did. What do you, what do you mean we didn't charge him? We, we charged him. Don't you see what we did here? We, we charged him right here. I mean, come on. Don't Don't you see? We did so much. We we did so much to really really help out, you know. It, it was a lot, so much fun. So yeah, I I'm sure I'm sure you did so much to really make this happen. So, um, if you thought that that recent pay raise you've got was enough to make you a bit more happy, well, I'm sorry to say to this, but uh, yeah, nope, nope, sorry. The uh, the sort of Biden inflation hasn't caused has caused the biggest pay cut in everyone for in twenty five years. Uh, researchers from the Federal Reserve Bank in Dallas published new findings that calculated real wages and the effective income of workers when adjusted for inflation. We found that a majority of employed workers. Uh, real wages have failed to keep up with inflation in the past year. For the workers, the median decline in real wages is a little more than 8.5%. Taken together, these outcomes appear to be the most severe faced by the employed workers over the past 25 years. Higher inflation can quickly erode the purchasing power of all of us in America if the wage with the wage growth is not enough. Uh, it's very bad. I'm retired. I feel the pinch. The price of groceries and gas. It affects things that get delivered. A 63-year-old who wants, who only wants to give uh, his first name. Bit of an interesting first name. Uh, it's depressing. Inflation is stealing your dollar. Added former IT worker comes from the higher taxes and dollars being debased. So, yeah, taxes going up, inflation's going up. Man, who doesn't love just not having not having money? So, yeah, basically, it seems to be an annual salary of 70000 is equivalent to $33.65 an hour. And so it looks like, if you're in New York especially, here's how bad it is for you. You already are being roughly taxed 25%. So you're already down to fifty-two thousand five hundred per uh, per year, and with inflation hovering at eight point three, uh, the residents' real wages of approximately forty-eight thousand one hundred and fifty per year. Yikes! That's pretty much almost half of your your thing gone, basically. That that is not not great for the people of America, and it's only just getting started.
That's right. It's only just getting started for the, the hurt that is coming. As... As almost all CEOs are preparing for a recession, and more than half are considering layoffs. That's right, over 90% of the CEOs at large American companies believe that a recession will occur within the next 12 months, with a majority planning to rework investment with social goals or lay off employees to compensate, according to a Wednesday report. While just 34% believe that inflation would be mild and short, 80% believe that the that the recession would do significantly uh, significantly harm their business growth over the next three years. The survey was for over for 1,325 CEOs of companies more with more than 500 million in annual revenue. In response to the mounting pressure from high inflation and declining GDP, a 59% of the, CDO, uh, of the CEOs said they were considering pausing their environmental, social, or their ESG goals, while 51% said they were considering layoffs. Yikes. Yikes, yikes, yikes. And the funny thing is, I think from what I've seen from this, or at least I've heard about, is that a lot of these are even planning on really looking at remote workers first in like a lot of companies and laying them off first. So, yes. Uh, so, good luck. Good luck to all of you out there for that. Good, good luck to everyone out there in the world. Of everything, as everything continues to go down and down, hopefully there will be an economic recovery around the corner, and that will hopefully have some actual good news about the economy, because remember, in society, the number one thing that matters most to a, to a country's success is the economy, okay? If you don't have a good one of those, everything goes to shit, and then whoosh, other problems erupt everywhere else. So we get that economy under control, we can solve significant problems with that. So, yes. So, Biden the other day, um, it caused it to go absolutely viral everywhere on Twitter the other day, as uh, he was making a address to the Democrat Senatorial Campaign Committee on Thursday night, in which uh, that the country under his leadership is close to as close to Armageddon as it gets since the Cuban Missile Crisis in the 1960s. Which, if that's the case, yikes. Yikes. Like, biggest yikes I have ever, ever seen. Seriously, that, that is a massive, massive yikes. I mean, seriously, uh, he was speaking about, uh, speaking at the fundraiser in which he addressed the sort of threats from Vladimir Putin. I uh, was not joking about when he talked about those use of those nuclear weapons. Uh, Biden said we have not faced the prospect of Armageddon since Kennedy. Ironic. 
Russia has hinted several times at the possibility it could unleash weapons of mass destruction in its battle with Ukraine. I mean, yeah. I to remind you that our country also has various means of destruction and four separate components of more modern than those of NATO countries. And when all territorial integrity of our country is threatened to protect Russia and our people, we will certainly use all measures at our disposal, which is what Putin said just this last month. So yeah, like here, watch, I'll open up Twitter right now, and I guarantee you one of the things on the side will be like Armageddon for like trends. Let's see. Let's see it. Oh wow, it's surprisingly not there. Watch a bit if we open up this explore, explore page, because it's only showing like the four me ones. Um, yep, here we go, Armageddon. Right here with 97.8k tweets. So, yeah. Well, not not great. Not not exactly what anybody wants to hear right now. I mean, if you unless you're me, then go ahead do it. Like literally do it. Do it. Do it right now. I dare you. Okay? Go ahead. Do it. There's the mad agreements for a reason. Okay? Go ahead and just absolutely just do it. Do it. I, I want you to. Go ahead. Push the button. See what happens. Push it. Go ahead. Don't be scared. I'll even I'll even hold your hand as you push it down. So we can push it together. Alright. Alright. So what, so what's gonna happen here? So what is going to happen? And I mean across the pond over in Russia, it is not going well, to say the least. As uh, videos from social media have emerged, or videos have emerged on the social media, I should say, showing infighting among Russia's elite, with mobilized Russians allegedly complaining about the accommodation conditions before being sent to Ukraine. On Wednesday, the pro-Russian telegram channel Ibar published a video that appeared to show a Russian soldier standing in front of a passenger train. The clip has been uh, geolocated to Russia's Belarus region near Ukraine. So, yeah. Uh, the man in the video says, We are now in the Belgrad region. There are about 500 of us. Material support, monetary allowance, absolutely nothing. The cameraman states, panning the video to his fellow soldiers, the majority have their face covered with masks. The man filming says the video, uh, the video says the men, uh, conscripted as part of the Russian president's September 21 partial mobilization decree, don't know where they are being deployed. They're absolutely zero preparation, he says. While another man in the video adds on, we eat what we what we buy for ourselves. Analyzing the clip, journalists have suggested that the video could be staged uh, uh, by a founder of a Russian mil uh, mercenary outfit, the Wagner Group, over his dissatisfaction with how Ukraine is being handled. So, yeah. Apparently, it's because some of the men are appear to be wearing badges that the Wagner group, uh, the Wagner group symbol, and wherever it's filmed, it started to smell uh, like a staged story. So yeah, it's pretty pretty weird, pretty pretty weird stuff to say the least. <clears throat> pretty weird, but as well, uh, it's not only just. Uh, some weird, funky stuff going on with, uh, you know, 
the actual, you know, weird army soldiers and some of the elites, uh, is also, uh, it appears that some of the different, uh, different Russians are fully, uh, telling, telling people of the, of the Russian government that they should, uh, uh they should, you know, uh, shoot himself because of his, our army's failings in the, in the war. Uh, latest salvo came on Thursday as when a Russian installed official in an, an occupied region of Ukraine belittled the Kremlin's defense minister, uh, Sergei, a close associate of Mr. Putin, of course. Uh, many people are saying that, uh, that as an officer, the defense minister could simply shoot himself for being the one who let things get to the state. So, yeah, basically, people really are not liking this guy because of how shit of a job he is, because, okay, here's the thing, I don't know where people got this idea that, like, the Russian military is this, like, supreme fighting force. I know in, like, all the movies, the Russians are like, oh my god, it's the Russians, ah, and I think that's where, like, everybody gets, like, their whole notion that the Russian military is all this. I remember having this, like, back-and-forth battle with, like, uh, a kid in, like, elementary school, being like, dude, the Russians are all this, they're so strong, such a good military. They're like, nah, man, it's just, that's just Cap. Like, it's just Cap. Everybody knows the U.S. military is significantly better. And, and even as I grow older, I still stand by this. And, and I keep looking at people, and I go, the Russian military is literally the only military in the world that only gets results because they just throw more people at the problem and use winter as an ally to then completely freeze the competition to death and then push them all the way back. They're not a skilled army. They never really have been. I was going to say, I don't think Russia has had a competent military in well over a hundred plus years now. They've lost to Japan. They lost in World War One a bunch of land to Germany. They basically almost lost in World War Two. Is only thing the Allies coming in and saving their asses, and the winter coming back in. In Afghanistan, they lost. They had to retreat from there. I mean, they lost in the Baltic Wars as well, or like uh, not Baltic Wars, but like against like Sweden for a good bit, where they had the sue for peace, like. The Russian military has always been an incompetent fighting force for a long time. Anybody who's ever told you that the Russian military is all it, it's all this massive, you know, massive success story, is clearly lying to you. The Russian military is lousy and absolutely just terrible, terrible at just probable actual good solid military actual functions they can be scary of just numbers but numbers don't mean much if the fighting force isn't trained and well equipped properly or the tactics of the other side are better and the other side is not trying to counter so yeah well it seems that ebola is back in america again, as the Biden administration is rerouting passengers coming to America from Uganda in the last 21 days to be flown to airports in New York, Newark, Atlanta, Chicago, or Washington. 
where the CDC and other ones will be fully doing screenings over the U.S. Embassy in Uganda. The outbreak in Uganda has already killed 29 people as of October 5th, including for healthcare workers. There have been 63 confirmed probable cases reported since the outbreak began in mid-September. So there's no cases here in the U.S. just yet, but there might be some from these flights. We don't know as of yet, as of this story being published. And so pretty much should be interesting to see what ends up happening from the Ebola virus coming back. Well, now is the big thing that everybody was kind of scared of for a little bit of time. No, no, no one remembers. Ah, oh, okay. All right. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. You know, it's fine. I, I get it. Wow. 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 No one remembers. I I, I mean, come on. You're, you're gonna tell me you don't remember. You don't. You don't remember the. The the great Ebola virus of 2014. I mean. So many, so many people, you know, died. It was 11,000, by the way, if you're wondering. I'm, I'm kind of slightly stalling because genuinely, I actually don't know what happened because one of my articles has now just disappeared, I guess, as uh, it was just like, yeah, we're just going to disappear. We're just going to make the article uh, disappear, I guess, which was super, super weird. I don't know why it did that, but sure. All right. Well, there you go. I fixed it. So, uh, yeah, it is now time for the monkeypox update, update, update here on the Political Panda program. I know it's been a while since we've given you one of those. I know everybody's always dying to hear more about monkeypox. Of course, we're nearly five months after the Massachusetts hospital detected the first case in the U.S., and now more than 26,000 Americans who couldn't keep their thing in their pants have been infected. So the outbreak has overwhelmingly affected men who have sex with men, <clears throat> I wonder what that means, uh, and paused their sexual sex lives. Those who have contracted the virus remain isolated for weeks, sometimes battling excruciating pain from lesions as they went to the bathroom. Monkey box brought uh, back painful memories of the of HIV and AIDS epidemic that is disproportionately affected gay men. Man, it's really weird how that works. The virus is rarely deadly. Only a few fatalities have been reported. But of course, TikTok and Instagram are flush with first-hand accounts of agony and loneliness. Yeah, because their promiscuity shines through like so hard. So, so hard. Uh, the outbreak appears to be slowing. That's good as weak case are declining. Man, it's almost like we could have stopped this significantly faster as, you know, only, you know, we could have just told people to, you know, stop having sex for like a few weeks, let it go, and then didn't have to worry about it. But no, that's homophobic and racist, you bigot. Uh, I started freaking out. So these are now stories So uh, that were told. Uh, I started freaking out after I saw the photos on the CDC website showing the monkeypox lesions. Uh, they just looked like a scab on my groin. I frantically Google, what is monkeypox? How does monkeypox show up? The headache, the fatigue, the night sweats. I thought 
were just exhaustion from the pri from Pride weekend. They were all warnings. I went to the urgent care clinic uh, the next morning. The doctor told me they were only testing if I had two or more lesions, but she suspected it was monkeypox. Uh, took a swab anyway and told me she would follow up. She didn't. So I called the city's Department of Health. They said to go to an ER. Uh, and th the one at Mount Sinai told me it was probably an ingrown hair and they could uh, they barely had any tests and couldn't waste any. I spent the weekend uneasy. One doctor thought it was monkeypox, three didn't. Then on 4th of July, more like pimple-like spots uh, popped up around my body. Finally, the doctors at the ER, ER agreed to test me. The doctor who was leading the ER told me I was in the early day, uh, it was like the early days of COVID all over again. Tests are to come by. People aren't getting tested. Uh, we aren't containing this. Man, really? That's crazy. Uh, ended up getting a $5,500 bill and a positive uh, test of monkeypox. Luckily, I met the my deductible and my insurance covered most of it. Man, this is what I mean. Healthcare costs would be significantly lower if health insurance never existed. Didn't need to exist. But nope, here we are. Uh, what made it worse was the insensitive for getting the... the what's the incentive for getting the test? It can be expensive. If you're positive, you have to isolate for up to four weeks, maybe longer. I missed a booze cruise seeing uh, Town on Broadway with the summer associates at my law firm. I had to skip two weeks at Fire Island with friends. <gasps> And I had to fight to even get a test. Oh my god, you poor, poor person. Oh my god, you had to miss out on Hanstown on, on Broadway. Oh, oh. And a booze cruise. Oh, oh man, that sounds so devastating, man. Oh, I feel so bad. Oh my god. I haven't been on vacation in years. Do you think I'm not? Do you think I would be? I've longed for, you know, like a nice island breeze. Just getting a nice massage. And then once I'm done with the massage, sitting on a beach with a nice, nice glass of fruit punch on the beach, you know. But no, we all don't get what we want. Okay, sometimes we have to make sacrifices because of the financials and the other things that are going on in the world. Ha 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 ha! Oh man, uh. oh this one, this one, the, the next one gets even better. Uh, I could put the piece together. What looked like two ingrown hairs on my butt were getting worse, and I felt like I had the flu. I already saw another health creator on TikTok talk about getting monkeypox. Fortunately, my primary care doctor is an infectious disease specialist at Johns, Johns Hopkins. I'm a person living with HIV, and I'm a travel and I'm a travel nurse, so I know how to advocate for myself. After I sent pictures of my lesion, I went to the back entrance of the clinic where the staff in the, the paper gowns and goggles ushered me inside, away from the lobby to get tested. I got results back within 24 hours, but even the great doctors at one of the best disease hospitals had no idea what to do with me that I was, now that I was positive. They had suggestions other than keep the lesions covered, don't itch them, don't and isolate from others. It was so excruciating to go to the bathroom. I felt like I had a vise on my colon for seven days. Imagine feeling you have to go uh, constantly, but you can't go. Ooh, that's got to suck. I hate that. Ugh. Uh, because I'm a nurse, I knew it could relieve the cramps with ibuprofen, Tylenol, and a heating pad. 
Man, what a fucking combination. What a combination. I didn't know anyone else uh, going through monkeypox, so I documented my experience on Instagram and TikTok of what every good person would do. Would do. I, I love to document my sickness as well. Uh, one after another, guys were messaging me, telling me about their battle with lesions and having no idea what to do. All I could t uh, tell them was what helped me because we sure as hell weren't getting guidance. <gasps> really, I'm, I'm starting to see a real pattern here of just people that really like to stick things in butts and uh, getting monkeypox. So clearly, I think I have a good case for being straight. Not even as a thing against gay people. I don't care what, what kind of thing you want to do. I, I just want to be very clear... This entire thing could have been solved the same way COVID started, and it would have actually made sense. Don't go and fuck dudes for like a full, like a whole month, and everything will be fine. Like that—that's really all we had to say and do. But I guess you know we couldn't say that because if we did say that, well, that—that's bad, and we can't just go around and tell people that because that's a bad thing to do. You're an evil person if you tell gay people and people in the LGBTQ that I, that they can't go fucking each other in the butt and getting monkeypox for a month instead of, you know, we'll just let it keep going. So, yeah, not exactly the greatest thing to let go on, but sure, I guess. People can't keep it in their pants, but we can gladly lock people down their homes for a full two years for a virus. Very, very cool. I wonder if the thing actually works now. Oh well, I'll figure. I'll fix it. Don't worry. You guys won't have to worry. I'll fix the thing for you guys if you want to check out some more of those fantastic stories on the monkey pox. 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 So, Kanye West, obviously we talked about him. He's been in the news this week. And why would that be? Well, that is because of the full-on, uh, of course, the full-on shirt at the Paris Fashion Show where he wore a shirt that read uh, White Lives Matter along with uh, Daily Wire host Candace Owens. Of course, the... Uh, of course, that went pretty pretty viral as White Lives Matter was trending on Twitter earlier this week. And so, pretty much, it is, of course, been a whole big topic and discussion. Well, Adidas is um, looks to be planning on, on dropping Kanye West after the whole thing. Well, uh, yeah, it did not go well, as they obviously would think that, uh, that, uh, some issues, as he slammed the sportswear brand after the corporation indicated it might be dropping the fashion designer days after he, of course, wore the White Lives Matter shirt. Uh, he said, Adidas said on Thursday that his relationship with Wes is currently under review after failed efforts to privately resolve the situation. Of course, uh, <laughs> Kanye posted to Instagram with a screenshot of the whole thing, and uh, he said, Fuck Adidas, I am Adidas. Adidas raped and stole my designs. So, yeah, apparently the feud has been going on for months, hurling changes that the brand was copying his ideas. 
<clears throat> so yeah, they're putting it under review, but I'm pretty sure that they are probably going to end up not having Kanye West with Adidas anymore. So I guess for all of you that have your solid Adidas stuff, then you should, or easy stuff from Adidas, well, get ready for that to maybe go up in value as uh, Adidas is going to be out of a Yeezus here very soon, it seems to be. Well, a mom decided to... Uh, a mom decided to go to a school board meeting, and as, as a lot of moms do, we all know it's been a very hot topic, very big issue around the nation, that a lot of stuff is happening. Well, a month after a Iowa high school hosted a drag event featuring multiple performers who encouraged students to explore gender identities, uh, one mother wearing the same outfit as one of the performers blasted school board members over their alleged failure to address parental concern. Uh, as revealed from a previous report and uh, videos captured by Libs of TikTok and the Gay Straight Alliance, uh, uh, the Gay Straight Alliance at Ankeny High School invited drag queen performers in May for their end of year meeting without obtaining permission from administrators one of the drag queens donned a shouldered black leotard and long black boots before performing a provocative dance for students kimberly ricks the founder of parental rights group in iowa mama bears what a nice name noted during public comments on monday to the meeting to the board's meeting that officials neglected to provide the results of their investigation halfway through remarks, the mother of seven removed her sweatpants and jacket to reveal the same outfit that the drag queen was wearing. Does this outfit make your head turn? Does this outfit seem appropriate for anybody to see? She asked the school board. This is what the man was dressed like in front of our kids. So if this makes your head spin, if this pisses you off in any way, shape, or form, it should... It should, because I'm embarrassed to stand here in the outfit that I am in today, but I have a point to prove, that this outfit should not be ever accepted in our schools anywhere. She said uh, during an interview with the Daily Wire that her outfit, which intentionally violated the school dress code, was meant to provoke the school board members towards action. It's been days, it's been over 131 days since our school board made was first aware of the event. We are now 32 days into the new year and we still have no answers on what the outcome of the investigation was. So, yeah. I mean, here's the thing. Um, the outfit is quite provocative, I'm not gonna lie. If you want to see a picture of it, it is in here. Uh, it is not in... For me, I'm looking at this and I'm going, if there's a guy coming to my high school and he's dressed like this dress coded and getting the hell out of there immediately well i'm looking at this and going yeah and i'm not gonna pay attention i'm just gonna like watch something on my phone like some tom and jerry to you know cleanse my mind of the image i just saw because i'm you know it's gonna be one of those things i'm gonna have to lay on the couch with a therapist and go so when did your traumas begin and i'm just i go into like this long 20 minute story of just every little detail about this guy showing up in this, and it's just how traumatic it was. Just to, just to really prove a point, and just how absolutely absurd, absolutely freaking absurd, 
No, no, you know what? I'll swear, this is my own fucking show. I, you know, this is ridiculous. This is absolutely needs to stop. When, why did these drag shows become this huge thing all of a sudden? I really don't understand. I, I really don't. Okay. Does, does no one see any issues with a bunch of men who dress up in drag that look like absolute Barbie dolls and absolute like strippers and horrors, basically, going into these schools. I mean, I'm going to assume that a lot of you have seen the photo from one of the drag shows out there where, I kid you not, a kid walked up and put his put her hand on some dude's groin. And it is disgusting. It is gross. So, no, none of this stuff should be happening anywhere. Drag show, or, I don't really care if you want to do a drag show, but it needs to be adults only, and that is it. Okay? There is no, there is no such thing, and there never will be such thing, as a kid-friendly drag show. That's just groomery and pedoey as fuck. That is creepy and absolutely despicable and fucking disgusting, gross, I don't even know how many other words I could put on this. There's a good reason for the nukes to drop, and that's one of them. Drag shows are... Believe me, I find drag to be this funny thing as a comedian type of thing. Not as some sort of thing to go around and act sexual all about. I don't care if you want to do that in your own home, or in a certain place where that's allowed and it's only adults in there, but with other people that are under the age of 18, or whatever the age of consent is wherever you live, then that should be the age of which people of which people are seeing that. No one below that should be seeing that. It's absolutely obscene and just gross on so many levels. So many levels. Well, how bad is the energy crisis? I know it's been a big topic here a bit on the show. We've discussed it a little bit here and there. But how truly bad is is uh, is the overall issues going on over in uh, in Europe? Well, um, people in Poland are burning garbage. And Romania is capping firewood prices as desperation grows. So the uh, crisis of pushing uh, Polish citizens to burn trash in Romania to cap prices. Residents of a suburb outside of Warsaw uh, told Bloomberg that they uh, can smell trash burning every day now whilst uh, some towns are noticing less garbage is being picked up. We're seeing a significant drop in garbage collection, especially when it comes to materials that could at least in theory, be suitable for burning, such as paper, cardboard, and pa- cardboard and packaging. The mayor of one town told Polish media the European Union banned Russian coal after the war in Ukraine, hitting coal-reliant Poland especially hard. So Poles rushed to stock up on coal before the ban took effect in August, and now surveys show 60% of Polish households don't have enough coal to get through the winter. The cost of natural gas has soared as well, and they have to set a, a, uh, Romanian has had to set a cap, a price cap on firewood at 400 lie, which is $80 per cubic meter, and 2,000 lie per ton of wood, 
uh, of wood pallets. Uh, so Romanian, uh, Romania previously kept prices for gas and power to help ease the surge that followed the invasion, and firewood has grown in popularity in Romania as a low-cost alternative for heat, and the country pushed citizens to lean on firewood as a source of heat and even before the war started. Jesus, that's that's terrifying. Uh, early reports also recorded a uh, report appointed to increase demand for firewood elsewhere in Europe and even a rise in wood theft. Sources cited by the Washington told uh, the paper that firewood is the new gold. That's right. Gold and other things <clears throat> are going to become worthless. It's going to be things like food and firewood and many things like that that are be what people want. We're literally falling so hard that we literally need an actual, like, we're actually going back to bartering systems of, here, I'll give you this for that and that for this. Literally, we are literally turning into the freaking schoolhouse rock song. I'll give you this for that and that for this. I did all that with barter. We're literally turning into that song. Our society is falling so hard that we're literally devolving back to even before fucking paper and, like, coins. To where we're bartering with each other. That's how far we're falling. Jesus. That is terrifying. Well, let's get into the final segment of the show for today. Of course, to end today, we of course are going to be ending with, of course, a little bit of terrible, terrible TikToks as TikTok Rachel, so a TikToker by the name of Rachel Queen Burton has been, uh, this person has been charged with child sex abuses, eight in total, so, uh, Believe me, I, I I know that if everything is linked down in the description, and I always encourage you to go research, this is a video that I'd only tell you to listen to because I, I don't think you want to see what this person looks like. This person looks like a man in the most terrible wig I've ever seen. Hello. Here we are again. So. Well... We still haven't hit our 10,000 likes yet, so I can't tell you the bedtime story. No, I can't. Told you, 10,000. Then you get your bedtime story. But, I've been, um, I've been thinking. What do you think of Rachel, Queen of Australia? Thinking, just a thought. Oh, let me know what you think. Ciao. <sighs> Fucking want to empty my insides. That's what I want to do. That's what I think. I want to empty my insides to where my insides have all come out of my body, and I'm physically there, laying on the floor with blood coming out of my mouth and just mixed in with fucking drool just and just all my organs come flying out like projectile speed just absolutely everywhere 
God, it's so gross. God, it's so gross. So this one, this one's going to make me angry. And, and you'll understand why in exactly five seconds into this video, why, why I'm angry about this one. Hello, hello, it's Miss Corcoran and Abe yet again hanging out in the library talking about the Teen Reader's Choice Award books. Next up, we are talking about this graphic novel memoir by Maya Kobabe called Genderqueer. One of the things I loved about this book is that it's a great window and mirror book, meaning people who are questioning their sexual identity and their gender identity are going to view this book as a mirror, a reflective experience of their own. And this book's also a great window for people who want to understand that perspective. Um, it's a wonderful story about someone who's finding out who they are and embracing it. And I love that there are resources and it's super educational. There's nothing I did not like about this book, and it's actually the top banned and challenged book of 2021, according to the American Library Association. But you can come check out a copy here from the library. Man, I wonder why. I wonder why you would include that last part. It's not like there's pornographic material in the book that should never be seen by anyone under the age of 18, because it's absolutely despicable. No, 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 no. There would be nothing like that in that book whatsoever, guys. I would, I'm, I'm never would tell you a lie here on the Political Panda program. There would never not be any pornographic and explicitly sexual content that is inside of that book. Nope. Mm -mm. No, it's definitely not. It's definitely not in there. Now you might be wondering, what exactly makes you more, you know, angry within that first five seconds? Because she's using Abe Lincoln. Watch, watch, here, I'll play it for you again. Hello, hello, it's Miss Corcoran and Abe yet again hanging out. No, no, Lincoln, flee! Get out of there! Get, get out of this woman's library. This woman is an absolute creep. Get out. Shoo, shoo, leave her, Abe. God, dude, don't use Abe Lincoln like that. Don't use the man who freed the slaves and who suffered so much in his life. Don't, don't, don't bring him into your, into your sexually explicit games. Don't do that, please. Leave, leave Abe Lincoln alone, man. Leave, leave the 16th president, leave the 16th president of the United States alone, okay? Leave our sweet 16 alone, okay? Alright? Pick up, pick up a better, pick up a better president for your, for your degenerate ways, like a, like Franklin D. Roosevelt or fucking... Woodrow Wilson. Fuck, I can barely even get through his name before wanting to puke. Use use that person instead, okay? Don't don't use Abe Lincoln, right? Don't you fucking dare. Well, with that being said, that is going to end today's show. If you did enjoy today's show and you haven't subscribed for whatever fucked up reason that you would give that you made it through the whole show and didn't subscribe, don't know why you wouldn't do that. Of course. Uh, link to all articles down below in the description, as well as, of course, support for Hurricane Ian, and as well as the list over there on Twitter. So, yes, as well as my Twitter and True Social, go over there, follow both of those. And I will see you all on Monday for a new episode of the show, and of course, a new week. Of course, we will see you all then. So long.